My name is Caitlin Malinowski, and I am your host of the IAUG Insider Podcast, the home of exclusive interviews with Avaya and IAUG industry leaders on the latest telecommunications news, trends, and best practices. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the IAUG Insider Podcast. Today, we are welcoming Adrienne Davis, a leader of the South Florida chapter. We are going to be going through some of her experience working from home during the pandemic and some of the ways her experience has helped her build strong time management and life balance skills. So to start things off, Adrian, why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself and your position? Sure. Um, hi, everyone. I'm a mother of four wonderful young men. Um, ages range from 25, 19, 9, and 7. I'm the wife of a fire lieutenant um, who's an awesome, awesome husband and father. I'm a software engineer by degree, but uh, currently I'm a telecommunications manager at the law firm of Stearns Weaver Miller in Miami, Florida. I've been working there for about 21 years, and uh, we're a Florida-based law firm with five office locations in Miami, Coral Gables, Fort Lauderdale, Tampa, and Tallahassee. Um, We have a wide range of practice groups, including corporate law, litigation, real estate, and the list goes on. Um, I manage the communications for all of our offices, and we have over 300 employees and about 500 endpoints. So it's a little daunting, but, um, you know, with the help of my team, we get it done. Awesome. And... So have you been working remotely for a long time, or was this more of a sudden shift that came with the onset of the pandemic? Yeah, so I've always had access to work remotely, um, you know, when necessary. Our firm has always been a proponent of maintaining kind of the in-person and face-to-face connections with employees, as well as our clients. So they kind of shied away from letting people work solely from home. Um, So during this pandemic has definitely been, uh, you know, a change of pace. Um, You know, once everything got locked down in March, we started working remotely and it was definitely like a 360 degree shift uh, from what we were used to. Absolutely. And I think that was a similar experience for us. We kind of just all of a sudden, we're all working from home all the time. So it's definitely been very different. Um, And I apologize if you can hear my dog being crazy in the background. He's decided this morning is a great time to be in that case. Um, But so I guess leading from that, what is one of the biggest challenges you've noticed since starting a work from home lifestyle? Oh, well, um, (laughs) I can't say that there's only been one, right? So um, I've experienced many challenges uh, since, you know, we began this whole new lifestyle of working from home, Um, you know, being the mother of two elementary age children and a third one who was originally out of state attending college and then, of course, came back home um, and is taking classes virtually. I definitely uh, saw one of the biggest ones, I think, uh, was just simply time management, right? Being able to juggle everything from, um, you know, being my kid's assistant teacher, if you will, um, helping them with the home learning process, you know, kind of being the cafeteria staff as well, like preparing lunches and um, snacks when I didn't have to do that because I 
would normally be at work. Um, and just kind of even being the IT person here at home, you know, troubleshooting all the issues that they were dealing with and et cetera and so on, you know, with accessing, um, you know, the different programs and things online and, and even myself with, with just adjusting, um, from working, you know, being, being working at home. So yeah, it's, it's been a challenge. So definitely time management. For sure. I, I think that's been a common thing that a lot of people have been working to, to work through. Um, so how are some of the ways that you've managed this challenge? What are some of the things you've implemented or made a strong effort to do to make sure you're balancing your time appropriately? Well, luckily for me, I have um, a generous amount of organization skills, you know, being the mom of four and managing a household, you kind of have to learn how to organize yourself. So that's been kind of my lifesaver. Um, you know, I remember saying to myself, how am I going to handle all of this? Uh, so I just sat down and really just began making schedules, making schedules for myself and my kids, um, making task-based charts, you know, color-coded and everything and assigning everything, a time slot um, from, you know, from the time that we woke up to the time that we went to bed almost. It was just, um, I needed to find a way to kind of get everything done and, and prioritize, right? So, uh, you know, just listing out everything and putting them in um, in order of priority is is really what helped. Absolutely. And that's honestly very impressive. I think that's a lot more than I would ever think to do. So <laughs> I'm sure it's working great. Um, and I know a lot of people, myself included, are struggling managing workload and lifestyle since we've started working more remotely. Um, what are some of the ways you've adjusted your working style to accommodate these changes? Um, so there's been a couple of things that I've adjusted. Um, first, I would say, you know, just trying to create an effective and productive working space, you know, for myself and, and everyone in the household. Um, you know, I think being at home, your your day kind of blends together. You wake up, you roll out of bed, right onto the computer, um, you know, and kind of one hour leads to the next. And before you know it, it's it's pretty much time to go to bed. So just creating some boundaries, like um, separating time, you know, for um, the different tasks and, and making sure to make time for myself and, and the family as well. So... Absolutely. And I know many, many of our members are feeling a big increase in workload. <laughs> Your CFO just had a really poor quality call with a lot of clipped words and dropouts. The network team says that the network is healthy. Why do poor quality calls happen, yet the network team can't pinpoint the problem? Pass Solutions Total View was designed to bridge the gap between the network team and the telecom team to disclose the root causes of call quality problems when, where, and why they occur with plain English answers to problems. This means problems get solved quickly without escalation. Visit www.pathsolutions.com to fix call quality problems faster. I know many of our members are feeling a big increase in workload that has been tough to manage and handle. Have you seen a significant increase in your experience? And if you have, 
what types of changes have you been making to your daily routine to maintain that productivity that comes with just more work? Definitely. So at the onset of the pandemic back in March, you know, the workload was tremendous. It was super tough uh, to handle. We were actually in the middle of upgrading our system from um, Avaya Aura 6.3 to 8.1. So, um, you know, we suddenly faced in the middle of our upgrade, adding additional capacity to our system uh, to be able to handle everyone working from home. And also, you know, prior to the pandemic, we only had maybe about 30 users that were, you know, doing features like EC500 to receive phone calls on their cell phone. And um, that increased to, you know, almost 300 people. So there were just a lot of scrambling, um, I felt, at the beginning with um, with just having to increase, you know, our capacity and, and almost making you know, a 180 degree turn in the middle of, of doing the upgrade to accommodate what was happening. Um, and then of course, you know, Zoom became like a big thing that we had to learn almost automatically because all of our attorneys were, you know, being instructed to host their depositions and arbitrations um, and everything over Zoom. And a lot of the different courts had mandates of different requirements. And we kind of just had to, you know, scramble to get all of this done. So it was certainly, you know, a, a big challenge. And I think my daily routine just, you know, I tried to change it to kind of mirror the routine that I had prior to the pandemic. Like I try to make sure that I stayed in constant contact with um, with our directors and make sure that I understand, you know, what the priorities they had and I aligned myself according, you know, to those priorities so that I could make sure that I was getting done what they needed to get done at the moment. Um, I made sure to reach out to our employees and, you know, ensure that they had uh, what they needed to work efficiently from home um, and make sure that their issues were addressed. And, you know, just as a team in our IT department, you know, we started creating just um, a means of quick communication. So we started using Slack, like, you know, a text message based uh, program that allowed us to constantly communicate. Um, so communication, I think, became key in our in my daily routine. And, you know, and on a personal level, just, you know, getting up out of bed and, and getting dressed actually, because at the beginning, right, we were all enjoying just kind of rolling out in our pajamas, staying, you know, um, in a relaxed mode. But I find that that was um, kind of creating a little bit of laziness, if, if you will, um, and maybe a less productive mood. So I started just trying to get up, get dressed, you know, get in work mode. And, and that's kind of what helped. Absolutely. And so I know you've given us some great tips and insights and ideas. Do you have any other must-know tips on managing your work-life balance? I know you said you have four kids and a husband, and I'm sure it's been hectic trying to manage everything all together. So what are some of your top must-dos to make sure that you're turning off at the right time of day, starting off at the right time of day, and balancing everything in between? Yeah, so I just, um, you know, the, the thing that saved me was just creating those task lists, right? So 
making sure that I kind of list everything down and know what I want to accomplish um, for that day. Uh, I would definitely say, you know, try not to feel too overwhelmed with everything all at once, kind of take it, you know, one thing at a time um, and allow yourself to kind of celebrate the small goals, right? So just completing one task and being able to, you know, take that one item off of the list is, is an accomplishment. So not to beat yourself up over, you know, and feeling like you can't um, manage it all and, and trying to take on too much all at one time. Absolutely. And finally wrapping up, if there's one thing you had to leave our listeners with to kind of help them get through this, what would it be? Um, I would say just incorporating some time of enjoyment. Uh, so I felt that it felt very confining sometimes to be stuck indoors, you know, working from home and you can't, everything is just kind of, you know, um, indoors. We can't go out as much as we'd like to during this time. Um, we can't see our coworkers and family members and just miss, missing that in-person and um, face-to-face interaction with people. So I would say incorporate some time for enjoyment, you know, go outdoors, do some physical activity um, when possible, you know, walking around the block or doing some exercises and even just calling a friend or family member on the phone, you know, participating in virtual happy hours with um, fellow colleagues has been um, a great thing that I've learned to do. So, you know, these are just all things that um, kept me feeling connected and staying healthy, of course, in mind and in body and just keeping a sense of normalcy, um, you know, doing during such trying times that we're going through with this pandemic. Absolutely. And those are some some great tips and advice. And thank you so much for joining us today, Adrian. I really appreciate you taking the time to hop on this call and, and host this podcast with us. Absolutely. Thank you. Thanks again for joining us for this week's episode of the IAUG Insider Podcast. Be sure to join us again next week for the rest of David and Mike's episode.